God is good. Amen. Amen. And uh, you know what? What the offer was preaching, uh, the Holy Spirit, see, he, he, he's, he's smart. He knows. It's God. He knows. And so God took us in a time of worship right now. We were worshiping. And I should share a personal testimony. I have, you know, I, I play worship Sunday mornings and I, and I play guitar and I sing somewhat and, and then I play uh, discipleship sometimes. And then I, I elevate, you know, and I love to get lost in worship. You know, I just love worship. That's my heart. You know, taking the guitar and just singing. You know, just sometimes singing words that don't even go with the song. And and today, the song, when it, when it goes, I'll never know how much it costs to see my sin upon that cross. Man, that hit me like you won't believe. I mean, I was here practicing with Leilani, and I was singing it. Okay, God, God. You know, when I was doing Rise, I'm like, man, God, if you don't come down, nothing's going to happen. You know, not even fancy words can change this. God, only the Holy Spirit, only you can. And and I was here, and we were playing that song, and it was, and it hit home. I'll never know. I'll never know how much it costs to see my sins upon that cross. I would never know that experience because he took it. See, he took that from me. I didn't have to go through that. I didn't go to have the, the punishment. I didn't I had to deal with it. Jesus Christ took it. So that hit me home. I was just having cried playing up here in a while. But, but, but if you see these tears, like I'm telling you, they're tears of joy because the Holy Spirit's moving. And I just felt it right then and there. Like, my, I was bawling. I don't know if you guys see it. I hope you didn't see me because you were praying yourselves. But amen. God is good. And, um, you know, dead to sin and alive to Christ. Isn't that, isn't that it? Dead to yourself and alive in Christ Jesus. And so, I mean, let's open it to John 1.12. You know, and I was going to talk about this. And Adolfo was hitting it. The Holy Spirit knows. And so let's just go straight right into it. John 1.12. You know, let's all go there. I love it. What's it say here? When you're there, say amen. Amen. So check this out. John 1.12 says this. Yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. To those who believe him, to those who call on his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Dead to sin, alive in Christ. It's a right. It's a right. Not everybody goes to heaven. I'm sorry to break your hearts today. You know, not everybody goes to heaven. Those who have Jesus Christ have the right to become children of God. Don't let nobody tell you, oh, you can do whatever you want. You can do whatever. You can do this and that. You can go to church, but you can still do. No, uh-uh. Dead to sin and alive with Christ. Amen? Amen. So the opening, what Adolfo was saying was just, I'm like, wow, that. Holy Spirit, you know I was going to say that, and you said that, and so God is working, amen? So let's open up our Bibles to Matthew 17, Matthew 17, 14, hallelujah. Amen. It says the power to become, I love, that. I love that picture, who is that guy and that little guy right there? What will you become, Elevate? The power to become, and the question is, what will you become? All right? And so we're continuing with, uh, with, with the series Adolfo was doing. He asked me to preach, and I said, okay, of course. You know, God is good. So let me open up my Bible to Matthew 17. When I'm there, we're going to get with it. Glory to the Lord. I'm just excited to be here. I mean, I'm here every, every Friday, so that sounds dumb. But, but you know, I'm here. 
you know, on the stage preaching, it's just an honor and privilege. You know, you get the fear of the Lord when you hand this mic and you're pouring into people. I'm telling you, God is good, okay? So Matthew 17, he starts off with the transfiguration when Jesus was transfigured into his, his holy being. And we're going to go straight to the part where it says the healing of a boy with a demon. And that's Matthew, that's Matthew 17, 14. So you can scroll on down right there. And we're going to get that part. The healing of a boy with a demon. How many of y'all know there are demons out there? And there are demons out there on assignment to come and hunt you down, to distract you, to take you away from your purpose, to kill you, to destroy you. Okay? There are demons out there trying to get y'all. Okay? But we come against that in the name of Jesus. That's just, I just love smiling when in the name of Jesus we rebuke everything. Hallelujah. God, you, you have the authority. Amen. But let's go ahead and let's just read it. And I'll read it from the screen so those of you can keep up with me. When they came to the crowd, a man approached Jesus and knelt before him. He said, Lord, have mercy on my son, he said. He has seizures and is suffering greatly. He often falls into the fire or into the water. I brought him to your disciples, but they could not heal him. Oh, unbelieving and perverse generation, Jesus replied. That was Jesus speaking, by the way. How long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy here to me. Jesus rebuked the demon, and it came out of the boy, and it was healed from that moment, just like that. Hallelujah. Then the disciples came to Jesus in private and asked, Why couldn't we drive it out? He replied, Because you have so little faith. I tell you the truth. If you have the faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, Move, move, here, move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. Amen. And this is the end of the verse. I'll just read it. When they came together in Galilee, he said to them, The Son of Man is going to be betrayed into the hands of men. They will kill him. And on the third day he will be raised to life. And the disciples will feel the grief. Death to sin and life to Christ. Amen. So here in Matthew 17, verses 14 through, through um, what's that verse right there? 20, 20, 21, you have the story of, of a boy that is demon-possessed. And if you were to look at the symptoms of what the boy had, you know, you can tell when someone's, when someone's possessed. Sometimes you can't. You have to use this sermon, Holy Spirit. But over here, it was obvious because the father noticed that that's not my son. That's not my son. And if you read it, some of the, 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 the characteristics of what this boy had, seizures and suffering greatly. What people, Bible scholars say that boy had was epilepsy. How many of y'all know, say, well, know what epilepsy is? Epilepsy is when you, you, you lose control of your body and you start forming into seizures. And now they have medication to, to heal that. But in this particular passage, what that boy is describing to have? Epilepsy. Now I'm not saying that every sickness that people have is a result of demonic oppression. Achoo. <laughs> no, 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 I ain't possessed. But check this out. What he had right there, a lot of people have in this world. Epilepsy, it, it, it's, people have it today. I'm telling you, like, they're just talking. My teacher, back when I was at UIC, he was an English teacher. This guy was smart. He knew everything about English and grammar and everything. And he had epilepsy. And you can tell he was a skinny man. And he was thin. And his name was Mr. Jenks. Smartest guy, y'all. He's smart. Long story short, he shared with us earlier on in the, the semester that he had epilepsy. He's had it ever since he was a boy. You know, and over here, there's a boy 
that has the symptoms of what, what we know as epilepsy. But Jesus goes ahead and says, I rebuke you, demon, get out. Let me tell you something, man. Like I said before, there are devils out there, and they will come in any way to try to attack y'all. Any way through sicknesses, come on. Look, look, see, you don't have to be too, too religious to say, hey, you know what, that's a demon. You know, or you don't have to be too, 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 too smart on the Bible, hey, that's a demon. All right? But I won't say everybody in here, if you see somebody that's sick and, and the crutches, I cast you out. Oh, hold on a second. You know, here it is. To prove my point, to, to add on further a little bit, let's go to Mark 9. Really quick. When Jesus was rebuking the devil, he called him out by name. You see, he knew who he was. You see? Demons can cause sicknesses. Right? Mark 9. It's the same story, but Mark writes it a little different. And basically, Jesus goes in. And he casts out the demon, but he says, You deaf and mute spirit, in verse 25. You deaf and mute spirit. See, that was the boy he was dealing with. He was deaf and mute. Sometimes we see people out there that are deaf, and sometimes we see people out there that are mute. But this is one guy in Walgreens. He's, he's a mute, right? And so, and so you know, we pray for him all the time. We see him, but sometimes it's, just, it's, not, it's not a demon, okay? But the story is not about demon hunting and demon slaying, although that's fun. Amen. I mean, you can't get enough of that when you see this actual manifestation of the heavenly realms and just say, in Jesus' name, and ah, you know, especially I love it, he does that. But, um, but here it is. We're not going to talk about that. We're talking about what Jesus said and what Jesus did. You know, the father of the boy, see, he didn't go to Jesus the first time. Guess who we went to? Disciples. The man took his boy to the disciples. But the disciples could not cast out that demon. They couldn't. And what does Jesus say to him? Jesus was a little bit harsh, but Jesus keeping it real, y'all. Come on. Jesus kept it real. I love the way Jesus said it. He says, you wicked and perverse generation, unbelieving. He calls his disciples that. Now, I'm going to tell you, y'all, if you guys would be a disciple of Jesus Christ, if you're a disciple in this place, you guys better know how to take a rebuking. <laughs> you guys better know how to take a licking. Because you don't know it all. You don't know it all. And here we see the problem was faith. Hold on a second. If the problem was faith, hold on a second. But watch this, watch this. We're talking about the disciples, y'all. The disciples of Jesus Christ. They were with Jesus. They had Jesus walking on water. Here he is. They had Jesus picking up the paralytic. There he is. And you have a problem with faith? You, you have a problem with faith? I, see, I can't be one to judge because if the disciples had it, come on, I, I probably would have the same problem. Yeah? But you know what? We come to God and here it is. Jesus said, if you had the faith the size of a mustard seed. Y'all seen a mustard seed before? I wish we had. We had some at the house. We do? Okay, if you can find that, go ahead and find that. Everybody pay attention. You know, he said, if you had the faith the size of a mustard seed, okay? And, and Matthew 17 tells it nice, but I like how Mark says it. When Mark says it, he tells about the father coming up to Jesus and describing the problems, and Jesus cast it out. But before Jesus cast out that devil, okay, we're having the, the mustard seed being passed out, Amen. Jesus said, you have the faith the size of a mustard seed. Go ahead. Okay, y'all can play with it, but don't get lost with it. <laughs> get lost in the word. Amen. I don't want y'all playing with it and be like, ooh, mustard seed. 
you, you got to lose the whole point. <laughs> I got a mustard seed. You missed it. All right. So everybody got a mustard seed. Amen. Check it out. Jesus said this. If y'all had the faith the size of a mu- Peter, if you would have the faith of mustard seed. John, if you would have the faith of mustard seed. Come on now, somebody. It's that little bitty thing. If you had the faith the size of a mustard seed. Somebody say amen. Amen. So continuing on, I like the way that the Father has said it. The Father said it well. You know, here he has a problem and he has his, his own son, his own flesh and blood. You know, it's like that's hitting close to home. So he goes to the only one he knows, Jesus Christ. And, and I like how we said it. And, and I'll read it here. And I'll read it from Mark. You guys don't have to open up your Bible. But here it is. Uh, Jesus asked the boy's father, how long has he been like this? From childhood, he answered. It has often thrown him into the fire to kill him. But if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. If you can, Jesus said, everything is possible for him who believes. For him who believes. Verse 24. Immediately, immediately, not, 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 not six hours later, y'all. It wasn't like, come out! Ah! Jesus is chasing the thing. Come out! I said, come out! He ain't doing that. Jesus said, he gave it a look. Get out. Ah, it's gone. But check this out. Verse 24 says this. Immediately the boy's father exclaimed, I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. Now check this out, y'all. When you guys pray, if you guys don't have the faith for it, in your walk, without faith, the Bible says it's impossible to please God. You need to have it. But if you do not faith, you don't have faith, it's not wrong for you to pray this. I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. Because at many times, you know, we sometimes may think, well, that's impossible. You know, my, my brother gave his life to the Lord. Man, that's impossible. Well, you know what? Me doing this and me, ha- that's impossible, God. You're calling me to, I can't. I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. If you ever find yourself in that situation where it's like, ah, I want to believe, but I don't know. It's, it's okay to pray that to the Father. God, I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. Amen. A little quick lesson there. You take that back to the prayer closet and see if it works. Amen. It does work. Let you know. Amen. And so here it is. We, we, we're talking about all this, and Jesus said, you don't have enough faith. Somebody say faith. 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 You don't have enough faith. I said faith. You don't have enough faith. And today we're talking about the power to become. And see, when I, when I was uh, doing my message, you got to believe when we talk about faith, you know, the Bible is filled with people that, that had faith. Amen? This whole book is filled with people that have faith. And I'm thinking to myself, man, you know what? What comes to mind is all the people from the Old Testament that had faith in God. And so when you're talking about faith, you better believe you got to go to Hebrews 11. Come on, let's open up there. Hebrews 11. Preaching the word, somebody. Preaching. Amen. By faith. Now, let me tell you something right here. Hebrews 11 is just like the faith hall of fame. Okay, seriously. Like all the people that had faith in the Old Testament, they're mentioned here. Like, I don't know if you know any sports, but like, really quick. Who comes to mind when you think about a great, an old-timer that played baseball? Babe Ruth. He ain't around today. Back in the day. Hall of Fame. 
He made, he did a lot of things in that sport that today he still holds some of the highest records. Hank Aaron, another one. Mickey Mantle, just to name a few. I can go all day because I know baseball. I like baseball. But check this out. Hebrews 11, by faith is titled. But if you read it, if you read the Bible, how many of y'all read the Bible? I know we love the Bible, but do we read it? Come on, check this out. If you read it, you can see all these people through their life. It's, it's, I'm running across the stage, but just, it's like a, their life. They had to believe in God and the impossible. Okay? These are the patriarchs. Y'all know what patriarchs is? The very first. It first started with them. I'm very hand gestury. Okay? Check this out. So if, if you look, to, to name some, some of them, we can read this whole entire thing, but to keep it short, I made a list right here of some of the, the greats in the Faith Hall of Fame. Abel, Enoch, Noah, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, Moses, Rahab, the prophets. Oh, come on, y'all. If you were to read their story, I wish I had time. I wish I had time. We can get into death about, man, he believed that. For example, I'll point out two. Okay, um, um, Noah. Okay? Y'all not familiar with the story of Noah? God said, okay, Noah, this is going to happen. I'm going to flood the earth. And you're going to build a huge ark. And you're going to have to go and grab two of each and every creature and bring them into this ark. Now, you see, we're thinking right now, okay, let's, okay, God can flood the earth. Okay, fine, that's cool. But back in Noah's time, check this out. It had never rained. It had never rained since Noah's time. You say rain, it's like, water's going to fall from the sky. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, Noah. They, they thought he was crazy. Now we're thinking that's chill. But you see, you got to understand the circumstance of what Noah was living in. So you got to believe when Noah was building that thing, you have people coming up. What? what? God told you, what? To, are you serious? What are you talking about? You're crazy. Walk by faith, not by sight. Another one. Abraham. Oh, my gosh. I, I, I preached on this last time. But Abraham, basically, God told him, I'm going to make you into a great and mighty nation. I'm going to bless you. How many of y'all like blessings? <laughs> Amen. Check this out. God said, I'm going to bless you. You know, I'll make you a father to many nations. You know, just keep on walking me. Just follow me. Just come out. And so Abraham was following Jesus. He, I mean, following God. Jesus, yeah. And, and, and it came to a point where, like, Abraham was really old. And his wife was really old. And God promised them a, a nation. God promised them a son. All right. So at that time, it was like impossible for them to get to physically get together and have a child. But by God, all things are possible. Say that. By God, all things are possible. Amen. Speak that over yourself. So, so let's go back and let's read the beginning of, of, of Hebrews 11.1. 1. Now, by faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. We're talking about the power to become. Adolfo, can you do me a favor and get this uh, Hebrews 11 in the KGV, King James Version? In the King James Version, it says this, verse 2, The elders obtained a good report. Now, I want to talk about faith and the difference between faith to receive and the faith to become. Where is that right there? Verse 2, for, for by it the elders obtained a good report. They obtained a good report. You see, by faith, Sarah conceived. By faith, Noah was here. By faith, Joseph did this. Nobody had faith to get new shoes, somebody. Nobody had faith to get a new shirt. 
So you can't use faith like that. Okay, oh, oh, oh God, come, come on down. I'm going to get this, this nice car. You know, I need it because I'm a senior in high school. And when I was a senior in high school, I, I needed a car. And I'm not, I didn't say I prayed that, but my mind was thinking it. But, but look, check this out. But for it, the elders obtained a good report. Not money. Not a fancy house. For if any man be in Christ Jesus, they get new shoes. Does it say that? No. No. The faith to become. Now, what do you become? Let's go back to John 1 12. Remember how we started up in here? Go to John 1 12. You can stay in the KGV. Let's go to John 1 12. Amen. Amen. I got five minutes left. Amen. Amen. God is good. Check this out. Remember what we talked about? John 1 12. Let's read it out. But as many as received him, to them gave he what? Power to become the sons of God. Say it again. But as many as received him, he gave them power to become the sons of God. But as many as received him, he gave them new shoes to become better looking. No. 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 He gave you power. Power. Dead to sin and alive across. Come on, somebody. It's making sense now. How can you say no to yourself? How can you say no to your fleshly desires? How can you do it? Dead to sin and life. He gave you power to become the sons of God. See, when I read that, it rocks my heart and my life. But check this out. He gives us power. He gives us power, guys. You can't have it without faith. Faith. If you look back to the leaders of the old, they had faith. They had it. Do you guys have faith? He gave them power to become the sons of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How do you get faith? How do you get faith? I mean, we have people in here that been to elevate. We have disciples in Christ. But some people maybe, you know what? And that's uh, cool, cool. You know? But how do you get faith? Through the word. Faith comes through hearing and hearing through the word of God. Amen? And, and I'll use an example really quick of a, of a pastor that, you know, I respect. You know, he's a great man of God out in New Orleans, Pastor, Pastor John. Dolph and I had the privilege of meeting him out there when we went to Oakland. But um, there was something in his church that had happened, and he was rebuking the devil. Basically, what was happening, there was a lot of people in his church becoming sick. They were becoming sick, like literally, they, get, they would get sick. People in wheelchairs, you know, people would just like, get like, cancer. They find out with cancer, you know, diabetes, whatever you have it. You know, I'm forgetting some of the specifics he had said, but just imagine people were sick, okay? And he sees it. This man of God is like, man, God, I know you have the power to heal. But he was going to, you know, try to lay hands on people, but he just felt like, man, the people just don't have the faith for it. The people don't have faith for it. How do you get faith? Faith comes through hearing and hearing through the Word of God. Not hear, but you're hearing, okay? I can't, I can't tell you how many people heard the Word of God and just left. You need to remain in God. Faith comes through hearing, y'all. Get that hearing. So check this out. He started preaching on the Gospels about healing, about what God is doing. And it was some great things. Check this out. We're going to wrap it up. No? Oh, okay. We're going to keep on going. Amen. But check this out. Really quick. I'll finish the story. Watch this. He was preaching on healing. And for about three months, he went through the Gospels. 
when Jesus Christ was doing all these different things, on the last day of that third month, he has a healing service. Him and his wife inviting people up to the front. Okay, we're going to do this. We, we heard. Faith comes through hearing and hearing by the word of God. Okay, I've been doing it for three months. Come on, let's pray for people. And he said when he did that, God had used them in a mighty way. People were getting healed. How many of y'all know God keeps his promises? Amen. God keeps his promises. You can be have, you can be have, you can have the power to become, y'all. Amen. Faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of God. Check this out. The conclusion. Here we are. Jesus, back to back to Matthew 17. Jesus and the disciples, and when the father brought the boy with the demon to, to the disciples, they couldn't do it. Jesus did it. Now, now watch this. Watch this. Watch this. The Bible says this in John 1.1. 1, 1. It says this. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Amen. How many of y'all know it's talking about Jesus? Amen. It's talking about Jesus. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Now watch this. The disciples had the Word. They had Jesus with them in the flesh. Okay? Now, the power to become. What do we have today, y'all? Say that. What do we have today? The power to become. We have the Word. How many of y'all brought your Bibles today? Hold them up in the air. The power to become. Amen. And, <laughs> and for the life of me, I like, I was doing this message, the power to become. You know what came to my mind? Uh... uh <laughs> Y'all don't laugh at me. But what came to my mind was the Power Rangers, yes. The power to become, I'm thinking to myself, the Power Rangers. Check this out, check this out. Every time they wanted to morph, what do they have? They had a big old thing. They moved over here to fancy dance, and then they, boom. And then they had the suit on, right? So, but without that thing, but without their Transformer, they ain't no Power Ranger, right? How many of y'all know y'all watched the episode with that one Black Ranger? He didn't have his little thing. Right, right, right. And guess what happened? He tried to fight. He got whooped. Whooped. And you know what? I have a little treat for y'all really quick. I found it on YouTube. And so, uh, by chance, the guy's name is Adam the Black Ranger. <laughs> Hallelujah. Lord, I receive the power to become. But you can go ahead and play it. We're going we're gonna to show just a little bit. We're going to probably show it for like the first minute. But go ahead and watch it. This guy's from the past. <laughs> I'm all into it. This guy's from the past, and he came out to help out the other Black Ranger. And that's the, the real Black Ranger in modern day, okay? Well, not today, but. Okay, here it, here it comes. Wait for it. Okay. The other disciples come through. Whooping them, whooping demons. They're giving it to him. Uh-oh, look, you got the word. Holy Spirit, come get you some faith. Uh, get that. Watch this, watch this. Okay, now he got the word. Oh, it's on, lizard. Come on. Uh-oh, you done messed up. 
You done messed up. Come on. Watch this. Watch this, y'all. He said, I am a ranger. <laughs> this is good. Oh, come on now. Watch this. Flip it up. And he got his sword. That's what's up. You can stop it there. <laughs> we can watch this whole entire thing. But how many of y'all use that as an example? See, he was helpless. You saw how like weak he was when he jumped on the alien. Just, uh, he treated him, just flew him over. And then his friends came over and said, yeah. And he had, I am the black ranger. And then he got all swole. But check this out. You without Jesus Christ, you without your word are nobody. You don't have the power to become on your own. You need the word. And how do you get the word? You got to get the word inside of you. Faith comes from hearing and hearing by the word of God. Here it is. Check this out. You need to have faith. Faith is not a noun. It's a verb. You need to do it. I have faith, Jesus, that anything that builds itself against me in the name of Jesus, I will overcome it. Hallelujah. Faith to overcome. Faith to become. Come on, y'all. That was a simple illustration of what happens in the spiritual every day. If you guys don't exercise faith, if you guys do not have faith, you're just getting whooped by the devil. And when these problems come up, oh, in Jesus' name, and and nothing changing. Because you don't have the word inside of you to go ahead and speak it out. Oh, come on, y'all. You don't have the word inside of you. He gave them the power to become the right to become sons of God. Faith comes from hearing, hearing the word of God. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. Impossible. Check this out. Impossible. We have to know, impossible is impossible. You know, sometimes people would like to say, you know, clever cliches. Or if you just believe in yourself, you can do I've met some crazy people that believe that if they think it hard enough, they can fly. I'm not talking about get an airplane and fly. I'm talking about lift themselves up from the air and fly like Superman. Some of the craziest thing people would believe, and people believe in some of the weirdest stuff. But check this out. Right here, what we have in front of us. What do we have in front of us, guys? Say it out loud. What do we have in front of us? The Word. Now, one of Jesus' like, favorite phrase every time he spoke, he said what? I tell you the... I tell you the... Now, watch this. How much faith do you need to have to believe in the truth? How much faith does it take for you to have to believe in the truth? To believe in something that is. To believe in I am. Check this out. If I can have Leilani come up on the keys. We're talking about faith. And Jesus said it clearly. He said, if you have the faith the size of a mustard seed. Y'all have the mustard seeds in your hand, right? Y'all lost this. That's small. Y'all lost your faith. Oh, my Lord. We got to pray for them all again. Oh, glory. Check this out. If you have the faith the size of a mustard seed, you can tell this mountain to move, and it will move. You can tell that mountain to move in Jesus' name and it will go. I love that. You telling a mountain to move, what's that show? Power. Not in yourself. You can do nothing by yourself. Get that in your head. You can do nothing by yourself. But where do you receive it? Where do you get it? Through the Word. Faith comes through hearing, hearing by the Word of God. You see, you got to come to Jesus. You got to come to Jesus. Hearing the word of God. 
And you got to remain in Him. Remain in God. Because if you guys ever think to yourself, you know what? I heard the word. I'm good. And I'm, I, think, I think I know enough to go by myself. Remain hearing and stay in Jesus. Because if you're not, when those walls come out, when those demons come out, you will be able to cast out nothing. But only by Jesus. All things are possible. By the blood of the Lamb. Dead to sin and alive in Christ. The power to become. The power to become. Watch this. The power to become is in this place. See, we have the word in front of us. The Holy Spirit's here in this place. When we were worshiping, you guys, the Holy Spirit came down. He was here. You know? The power to become is in this place. God is in this place. The two or three are gathered. He's here. Come on. He's here. Get that in your mind. Okay, start having faith right now. Okay, God is in this place. Everybody close your eyes. God is in this place. The God of all creation, the Lord of lords, the King of kings is in this place. He's here. The power to become. Now whether you've been saved all your life, whether you've never been saved, you never prayed to Jesus, you still have the power to become. Become what? Become a greater disciple for the Lord. To become what? A, a believer. To become a son. A child of the living God. The power to become. So right now we're going to take these next couple of moments to all of us pray. You know? Because sometimes, you know, who needs more power to become? Well, we all need more power to become. Come on. You need to remain in God. Remain in Him. So what we're going to do right now, we're going to open up these altars. And I invite everybody, okay? Everybody to come and receive that. If I can have my...